Billy up to the bar, bar flies, and have a drink with me. My name is Kellen, and this is the Midwestern Barfly Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for coming back to the program. I am very happy to have you here. This is episode number seven of the Midwestern Barfly Podcast. I hope you all had an amazing 4th of July weekend. I know I did. Had some great food, watched some great fireworks. Had to work a little bit too, but you know what? That's what happens. Got to make the money somehow. Uh, But you know what? We're back on that grind today. Uh, Here in the Midwest, give you a little weather update. It's hot as balls again. I don't get it. Why every time I record this, it's hot as just nutsack. It's gross. It's disgusting. My just every part of me is sweating. Uh, I gotta wear like sweatpants to work, and it's just like my. I can't even can't even explain how just moist my legs are. And somebody out there doesn't like the word moist, and I am making them very uncomfortable. And it kind of makes me, kind of makes me laugh inside just a little bit. Anyway, though, enough with that. Uh, before we get into this show, want to say as always, this show is sponsored by the Midwestern Barfly Gazette Shop. That is right. That is our merch store. That is where you can buy, find all the goofy attire, goofy apparel that you can think of. We have some great lines like the "I My Grandma's Bookie" line. The Win Bets Pound Beers line. The Trust the Barfly Big Board line. I had to try to remember it because we have so many great ones. So make sure to head over there as soon as possible. The link will be down below wherever you are listening to this show. And stock up on all the great merch. And don't forget to post it on social media. We will share it up because we love seeing fans in our merch. So before I lose my mind and fall faint in the studio right now from talking so fast without taking a break. Let's get into today's show with our first topic. All right, to open up the program, I wanted to talk a little bit about a story that went viral this past week. I hit my fucking mic. I do that all the time. Anyway, um, a story that went viral this past weekend, it was about Delta Airlines. And apparently, according to the article I read, um, there was a Delta Airlines flight that was overbooked and it was offering allegedly i don't know how much truth is behind this it was allegedly they were allegedly offering 10 grand to volunteers that would offer their seat on the plane that would get up and leave the plane and take a later flight and a lot of people on social media were trying to argue and discuss on if they would take the money which I think is one of the stupidest arguments in the entire world. Why would you not take the money? I'm just get right down to it. I'm not even gonna have an intro or lead into my to my um, answer for this question. Why would you not take the fucking money? It's ten grand. There should be no reason. No, I take that back. The only reason you should say no or would ever I would ever say no is if it was a life or death situation. Like if a family member was dying and you needed to get somewhere to see them and say your goodbyes or whatnot. Um, if you're dying and you need to have life-saving surgery a couple states away, something like that, 
If it was a life or death situation, yes, absolutely stay on the fucking plane. But if you're going, if the boss needs you now, don't, don't take what I say to heart. This is an entertainment show. If you actually, if you actually decide to follow what I'm about to say, anything that happens in result of it is on you. This, this is all for fun. Just relax. But if you're, let's say you had to go to California or something for a, for a, um, a meeting, let's say with the, with some folks, we have zoom people. You could zoom into that shit and be 10 grand up. Like it's, it's that easy. Just zoom into it. If, if it's your anniversary and you have to be home in time for dinner with your significant other, they're going to fucking get over it because you're 10 grand up. And guess what? You're going to have an even nicer, uh, anniversary dinner with that money. Trust me. So in my head, it just doesn't make sense to me why someone would say no to that. Like personally, if they offered me that, I would be up out of my seat before they finish their fucking sentence. I would be up out of my seat and I would be sprinting for the cabin door, like sprinting. Like they, if they were handing checks out at the at the um, at the front of the plane, sprinting, take the handoff and run like a NFL running back down that aisle. Just shouldering and stiff-arming people out of the way. Because you know what? I will gladly wait a couple hours and go on another flight. Or I'll gladly go back to my hotel room and spend the night and fly out the next day. Like, if I was on vacation or something, like it was a family vacation with the wife and, and two kids and we're all on the plane, guess what? I'm taking one for the team. The wife can take care of the kids on the, sh on the trip and I'll come out tomorrow. I'll come, up, come out in a couple hours. Like what, what's the diff? Like if I'm up 10 grand, bottom line, that should be all, all it. Like going back to the vacation situation, the wife should just get over it because 10 grand's going to do a lot folks. I mean, come on, but love, as always, I'd love to know what you think. Please leave it in the comments and to my future wife, if she happens to go back and listen to this, just, you, it, it's, it, it, it happened. It's just, it's going to happen. Just. I hope we can have a mutual agreement on that. But let me know what you think. Alrighty, for this next segment, we're going to talk a little sports here. We're going to talk a little sports, and specifically the Chicago Bulls, since this is a, this is a Midwest-centric website. And we're going to talk about Kevin Durant. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I... I, I understand that this is a long shot. I understand that the likelihood of Kevin Durant coming to the Chicago Bulls via trade is very out there. But I continue to see things on social media of people saying, oh, you, it should work. Oh, uh, the Bulls made an offer, this, that, whatever. No. No. Like, the stupid... That would be the stupidest thing that this organization could ever do. And I know I wrote an article about it. I just wanted to vent into a, into a microphone regarding this situation. The Bulls, they would have to give up so much, so much to get KD to the Windy City. I mean, just look at some of the reports. 
they're the Nets. Like the last report I saw, they're looking for an All Star and multiple first round picks, multiple or just picks in general. We don't have picks. I don't. I'm pretty sure we don't have picks to give up. And if we do, we should be securing them so we can build for the future. But the fact of the matter is, you we are this team already has great depth. This team already has a nucleus, a center, whatever the word you want to use to get them ready to go to the next level. They don't need KD. They don't need a guy that's played, I think I did the math, like in my article, 90 games in the last three years. They don't need that. And and if you do bring him here, you have to make sure he stays healthy. And then if you somehow get him here without getting rid of Levine or DeRozan, don't know why I'd get rid of Levine after giving him the fucking max. But if you somehow get him here without getting rid of those two, you're going to have three quote-unquote number one guys vying for their shots. Vying for their shots. Because look at it. Look at the numbers. Levine and DeRozan, those two combined had a significant amount of shots for the Bulls last year. If I can remember correctly, I thought it was 38%. They took 38% of the Bulls' shots last year. That's huge. Two guys out of a roster of, I don't know, 15? Maybe more? 38%. And then you bring a guy like Durant in there who's been an all, like, besides Golden State, because Curry is, to me, a bigger star than him, but that's neither here nor there. Um, you're, You're taking a guy with as big of a star power as KD, and you're going to put him in there and expect him to be a third wheel or a second wheel? Or expect any of one of those guys to be a third wheel? It's not going to end well. It's not going to end well. You're going to have so much... If those three could somehow stay together, you're going to have so much ar- so many arguments, so much... What's the word? Not animosity. Um, drama. All that shit. And it's just going to collapse. And everything you've built for for this team is just going to go by the wayside. It's not going to end well. And then going away from that, if you have to give up DeRozan and you actually get KD, then you just gave up DeRozan. You gave up all these picks. You're going to have to give up like three or four other guys to meet the the salary requirement that KD holds. And then what do you have? You'll have KD, you have Levine, and maybe Vucevic? Vucevic? And then a bunch of role players. You have Pat Williams and all those guys. Now, not saying Pat Williams is bad, but I would rather have a guy like Levine and DeRozan and they actually signed Goran Dragic. I'm not saying he's great, but he has been an all-star. I'd rather have Levine and DeRozan on that team going back and forth, and I'd rather have good depth. I don't want to give up all this shit for Kevin Durant. I just don't. And if you think that's a great idea, God bless you. I I would love to live in your fantasy world. I would love to live in your fantasy world where the sky is pink and everything is just all great. Because you know what? It sounds beautiful. It sounds beautiful to think of something like that being a good idea when really it's just going to ruin the entire franchise and what, what AK has built. But what do I know? I'm just a I'm just somebody with a microphone and a beer just trying to make sense of this. Whatever. Okay. I'm going to be honest here. I had an entirely different third segment for this show planned. 
entirely different. But something was brought to my attention roughly 20 minutes before I started recording this, and I just felt like I had to talk about it. It was it, it's one of the weirdest, stupidest, whatever word you want to use, things and I in, that I've heard in a while. And it just made me think this is just perfect material for this website and this podcast. It is. It is because... <laughs> because it's just so out there that no one would think otherwise if it was in this show. So, this new topic is apparently women are vabbing now before dates and going out like single single women or just women in general what is vabbing you may ask ask and i'm saying vabbing as in v-a-b-b-i-n-g so nobody's confused here apparently and i googled this and this is a uh, a section of an article from healthline.com and i'll read it so you get a good understanding of what this shit is um so as with perfume Secretions are usually dabbed on pressure points like behind your ears and on your wrists. The idea is that vabbing attracts potential partners because vaginal secretions contain pheromones. Because of this, some people vab, like I said, before dates or during a night out. Vabbing. Okay, first question I have. Who came up with that? Now, I get the pheromone thing. It's a very scientifical word. And I use scientifical with that possibly not being a word. So, it could be rooted in science. But what woman out there... And I'm not trying to be sexist. Because I know some asshole is going to think I'm trying to be sexist. I'm just trying to get to the bottom of this and unpack this situation. <laughs> but what person out there is just... Go into town on themselves, taking whatever residue, and I'm explaining this in the weirdest way, whatever residue is left on their fingers, and just dabbing it all over their body like it's some brand new perfume they bought at the mall. Who's doing that, and where did it start? Please, I need, I need to know this. If you know this, leave it in the comments, because my mind is in a pretzel right now. Not only that, and the next question I have is... What would be your reaction to if your significant other did this? What would be your reaction? Because to me, I would like my initial reaction if I learned that my girlfriend or wife is vabbing, I would be like on the borderline of, oh, that's kind of hot. And, oh, that's fucked up. That's weird. And then like within... 20 to 30 seconds of learning that information, that borderline, that line would explode and I would fall very far on the side of that's messed up and what the hell are you doing? I'm serious. Like, wh who, why, who came up with that? It's just, and, to, and third off, to top this off, if you flip this over on the other side of the spectrum, on the other side of the gender spectrum for guys... Would it be as weird and as gross to pe to some people or to people that vab? Actually, it's is the point here. Because think about it: 
if I were to have just reached my hand in before a date, just itch itch myself a little bit, took out some nut sweat, and put it on the pressure points of my body as a perfume of some kind, would anybody else find that weird? The answer to that question? Yes, because I put nut sweat over my fucking body. I mean, what are we doing? Save the bodily fluids and any fluids for those areas. Clean yourself. Do that shit. Buy whatever perfume you like that's at the, the mall or cologne or whatever. And let's not do this. That's weird. That's jacked up. Please. I, I'll i be honest. The, this world, it doesn't surprise me anymore with, when this kind of stuff comes up. I just take this information on the chin, try to hold any kind of food down so it doesn't come up on my computer in this, like, as an example of where I'm sitting right now, and just hope this fucking shit just goes away. But, like I've said before, what do I know? Just a guy from the Midwest with a beer and a computer and a mic at this point, trying to make sense of this all. Jesus Christ. Alrighty, so that is the show for this week. I would like to thank you all once again for joining in. I am very happy that you joined in. I felt good about this week's episode. Last week, we had a, we tailored off a little. Kind of a long week. I was having rough a rough time getting my bearings back into the podcast game. But you know what? This I felt like this flowed. I felt like this episode flowed, and I hope you all enjoyed it so much. And I hope you all come back next week for episode 8. And don't forget, we also have... Uh, voicemail opportunities and email opportunities that you could take part of ask me any questions you'd like they could be goofy questions what if questions uh scenarios um like life stories that you want me to comment on things of that nature if you want the the phone number or the email that'll be in the description of wherever you're listening to this show and i can't wait to hear from you thank you again for coming back to the program Hope you all had a great 4th of July weekend, and I will see you next week. Cheers, everyone. Take care. Love you.